I failed at a nursing school. I'm not even a nurse. And I have six other failed businesses. Three of them were YouTube channels. And I'm like, YouTube doesn't work. One day in the shower, I'm like, like, what if I just started my seventh failed business? Just made five videos. I'm like, who knows? Maybe it could turn around and make 10 grand a month. I don't know. So I started with five videos, started getting thousands of views. I'm like, what? And then so the first year, I always thought it was a fluke. I'm like, this is gonna go away. The first year we grossed 350,000. The second year we doubled that. And by like 18 months, we were already a million dollar company. Mike Linares, welcome to the It's Not That Deep podcast, brother. What up, Big Daddy? <laughs> Thanks for coming on, man. Thanks for coming to the studio, coming to Miami. I, I know you've got a spot here, but it's cool yeah. uh, that you know, you're know you hopping around and, and you made some time to uh, come make some content. Yeah, it's great. Um, so I just started working with you guys to launch our new company based on longevity. Um, yeah, I'm super excited about that. I'm doing like... I know we talked about this, but like a hundred pills a day, <laughs> trying to copy uh, Brian Johnson's uh, blueprint. He's spending two million dollars a year on his health. That's that was the founder of Venmo and uh, Braintree. Dude, he exited for eight hundred million. Oh my god! And so now he's like trying to reverse his age. That's crazy. And look, we're gonna dive into all of the the biohacking and all, all the crazy protocols and what got you to to here today. But I, I want to kind of start with, you know, a little bit of a primer, get people, you know, who don't know who you are already, a little bit of an introduction. Mike is, first of all, Mike's a man, absolute bro, <laughs> love this guy. Um, you, you founded Simple Nursing, yeah. and, and I remember kind of the first call that we got on, and you broke it down to me as like this super basic thing where it's like, you were like making the Netflix of nursing content yeah, yeah. so that people uh, who are, are learning nursing and are practicing to become a nurse um, can consume these modules quickly and, mm -hmm. and learn more about nursing. Talk to me about how that even came about. Were, were you studying nursing? Was this something you needed? Yeah. How did, tell me the story of how you ended up there. So it was an eight-year overnight success. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so at 21, I read the book for our work week and uh, by Tim Ferriss. Which at the time was like 2008, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Like, you can actually work online and travel the world. So after failing at six other businesses, um, they always say you got to learn before you earn. So one of the books was saying nine out of every ten business ideas will fail. Um, and if you're not willing to fail nine times, then just don't even get started. So I failed six times. It was eight grand in debt right around 24-ish. Um, and so I'm like, screw all this. I'm just going to go back into the medical field because at the time I was working on the ambulance and being a personal trainer. And I'm like, okay, at least I can go back into the hospital, work as a tech and make 10 bucks an hour. Yeah. And I'm like, to, to make a paycheck actually feels so good when you're like basically almost at zero in your bank account. And so then I'm like looking at the nurses, never wanted to be a nurse, thought it was a female job, actually told guys never to be nurses. <laughs> okay. I would talk my male employees out, out of being nurses just because I was young and didn't know shit. And so anyways, saw the nurses and what they did, that they were traveling and they did travel nursing contracts in Hawaii, Miami, Chicago. I'm like, what the fuck? So then I'm like, okay, maybe I can be a nurse. Um, so I got into nursing school and I was teaching paramedic studies before I got into nursing school. And so when I got in, I thought nursing school was gonna be like a huge like learning curve. But my first year I found out like, I'm like, dude, like all we're doing, like the first semester, 
you're like walking people to the bathroom and you're taking like blood pressures. When I'm used to teaching like complex cardiac, uh, cardiac exams like an EKGs. So I started getting lazy, slacking off, never really showing up on time, turning my shit in late all the time. <laughs> and so I, I still have the record for the most write-ups in the first semester. I had, the, I had four write-ups. Damn, and the still, first semester, yeah, bro, yeah. That's, like, that's more than a write-up a month. <laughs> and so nursing school, if you guys didn't know, is like the military version of, it's like Bizarre World. So imagine a predominantly like, you know, female-dominated community. It's like really old in like their ways. So they like to, I don't know why, but nurses love to bully younger nurses. And they, it's, it's almost like hazing. Mm. And being a male that's like confident, like manly, and like being the man, you know? Like they don't like that. They want to like grind you down into like you know someone more like you know I don't know like a Greg Fokker type. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone hated me. By third semester turns comes around, every instructor was like trying to figure out a way to get me out of the program. So I showed up late, and then I got kicked out of the program my third semester. Failed out. You got kicked out of nursing. School. Yeah. So I, I not only did I fail six businesses, eight grand in debt, got kicked out of nursing school as well. And then I'm like, hey, why don't I become a YouTube personality and make millions of dollars? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's no, kind of no, worked no. out, though, it's right? Not, that's not how it happened at all. So, so I'm like, uh, my dean was really cool. She sat me down. She's like, she's like, Mike, you can probably teach these classes, but you just got to show me that you're serious. Like, just show up on time, go through the loops and hoops, and then just get out of my way. I'm like, okay. So she's like, you got to do a project to show me you're serious. So I used to teach fitness boot camps in the past. Um, and so I'm like, well, what if I did like a two-week boot camp for new students? Show them how to study, show them how to time manage and all this stuff. And so that's where it started. So it was during that mini boot camp, like workshop for these new students, I would basically break down complex topics. And then they're like, yo, put this on YouTube. And I'm like, dude, no one's going to watch this shit on YouTube. I failed at a nursing school. I'm not even a nurse. Um, and I have six other failed businesses. Three of them were YouTube channels. And I'm like, no one's gonna, YouTube doesn't work. And I still remember like one day in the shower, I'm like, I'm like thinking like, what if I just started my seventh failed business and just made five videos? I'm like, who knows? Maybe it could turn around and make 10 grand a month. I don't know. So I started with five videos, started getting thousands of views. And I'm like, what? Then it became 50 videos. Then it became 500 videos. So it was in the last semester, the last six months of my nursing school where I quit my job paying me a whopping $12 an hour in the ER. And I still, I, I downloaded this really good PDF um, called How to Make 100 Grand in 12 Months Online by Craig Ballantyne. Amazing just tutorial, just step-by-step -step how to do it. And so Craig Ballantyne was one of my mentors who eventually did a huge email blast about how I was one of his most successful students and uh, got me on stage at one of his events. It was really cool. But anyways, long story short, uh, in that last six months, I was like, worst case scenario, I'll be a nurse in six months, and then I'll just start working as a nurse. So I'm going to dedicate every Friday. So I just started just pushing out content. I, have a, I had a webcam for like 20 bucks and a whiteboard from Walmart. And I didn't, I didn't even have a eraser. I had a sock to erase the board. <laughs> but by the end of six months, I was doing 100 videos a month, no editing, just uploading directly to YouTube. And what I didn't know at the time was that it was a perfect timing. And they always say, like, you know, talent and timing is, like, the best intersection to make shit happen. But also, you just have to take action. So what I didn't know is that 
Google at the time was putting $10 million into education. They wanted YouTube to become the educational hub mm. for the go-to place to get education. Yeah. So Khan Academy got $10 million from, I think, Bill Gates and YouTube just to basically just do a shit ton of content. So a lot of I people... I used to watch those videos in uni all the time, bro. Yeah. Khan Academy like caught me through a lot of classes. But, that's, but it was so simple. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like a bunch of like chicken scratch. Yeah, yeah. On like yeah, what? Yeah. It was yeah. like, yeah, it was an anything. So that's when I started the videos, and people were like, you like Khan Academy? I'm like, who the fuck is Khan Academy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So by the time I was graduating, I was doing like 20 grand a month nice. uh, in gross revenue. And I was like thinking like, man, I'm actually making more than any of my professors. And they've been doing this for 20 years. Yeah, that's crazy. And then so the first year, I always thought it was a fluke. I'm like, this is going to go away. The first year, we grossed 350000 The second year, we doubled that. And by like 18 months, we were already a million-dollar company. That's incredible, man. Yeah. And, and where you're sitting today, you know, over 900,000 subscribers. Right? Yeah, yeah. So we are on YouTube. We're almost a million subscribers, yeah. 75 million views. Um, and we don't really monetize that much on YouTube. I mean, YouTube does pay us um, 300,000 a year. But the way we get most of our money is that we just made a subscription model like Netflix. Exactly. Yeah. So so people, let, let's say, you know, I'm in nursing school and I it just someone's going to tell me about simple nursing. Yeah. Like, simplify all these complex chapters and lectures and stuff like that. Yeah. But how have you found, like, is it is it standardized throughout? Like, is, like, all yeah. the nursing exams and stuff like that, like, throughout the U.S., is it, like, you know, someone in Delaware and someone mm -hmm. in Idaho, it's, like, the same thing? Yeah, it's like the bar exam. Like, mm -hmm. any certification course or any national certification. Honestly, every first world country, because we have Canadians, we have Australians, people from UK, everyone um, just taking our courses. Because there's only one way to diagnose and treat heart, you know, heart failure or heart attack. Yeah. Um, so that was easy. But the concept to get it done was kind of a little bit difficult, because a lot of people were doing it on YouTube. But only doing like really shitty versions of just like a PowerPoint. Mm. And I was like the first personality because I failed at so many other ones. I applied that knowledge. I used to watch, do you remember Mike Chang? No. On YouTube? No. Dude, he was like, he was the man, dude, making like four million a year. Okay. And so I copied his business model because th the, th the first three seconds of his YouTube was like, hey guys, I'm Mike Chan, and right now we're gonna break down the three things you need to know about getting naps. And so I would do the same thing on nursing. Oh, you know what? I think I have yeah, seen this video. Dude, a yolk I remember, Asian yeah, yeah, the like, yolk like, Asian dude. You like he teach you like, like, yeah, like this is how you like do the bicep curl. Yeah. But like, like what I do differently is like, I like, I don't know. He'd always yeah, yeah, have yeah. like, yeah, yeah. I okay. think six pack shortcuts. I think that's what it was. Yeah, yeah that's what it was. Yeah, I, yeah. I remember six pack shortcuts. And, okay, so then, long story short, what happened was Tim Ferriss, that bastard, didn't tell me. So as I'm traveling the world, going to different countries, working online. I love Tim Ferriss, but he didn't tell me that there would be competitors. So when I started slacking off, and I'm like, I have a thousand videos, I'm good. So I had my brother's wife doing customer service, one of my carpal buddies who used to work at CarMax selling cars, doing sales. I'm like, dude, I'm gonna go travel the world. So I lived in Peru for six months and did all this stuff. Two competitors came in, copied everything I was doing. One of them put it on just YouTube for free and just was monetizing it that way. Okay. And so I'm like, how do I, and her videos were actually better than mine, because a bigger whiteboard, more colorful <laughs> markers, I'm like, how the hell do I monetize like a, you know, an old like 1980s Macintosh when she has a newer version of a computer? Um, so then I had to go back, and about five years ago, 
basically our company was losing 30% year over year for three years, like three years of losing seasons. And so about five years ago, I was like, got the team and got the whole family in the room and the whole team. I'm like, guys, it's been a great run as a small family business, but you know, we're all going to be bankrupt. All of us are going to be without a job in about 18 months. So it's either we have, we have a road to take. It's either my, my dad was like, dude, just save all the money and screw the business. There's no vision. Of course. I know. And then I'm like, I'm like no, dude, I want to help the students. Yeah. So at that point, I had to fire all the family and then just go corporate. And since then, we've increased 700%. So. Wow. Yeah. That's, a, that's an interesting fork in the road moment, too, where it's, it's like, yeah, look, it's like, you know, seeing the writing on the wall, like seeing, okay, look, the numbers are telling me that this is just not, like, we, we can't keep going like this, right? Mm-hmm. But when you say going corporate, so what did you really do? Like to systemize it and make it an actual, like, investable business that, you know, yeah. is where you are today? Dude, honestly, the biggest thing is you got to learn before you earn. And there's a really good book called The Alchemist. That's mm. basically a story about a kid that's just following omens to find his treasure. Um, and along the way, he just learns that the entire time it's like remembering like all your training up to this point, you have to reuse that to get to your next level. And so that was like a huge mantra for me. So I just reread and re-listened to all the books. And then I hired like four really crappy business mentors <laughs> on something, some, an app called Thumbtack. Okay. But they were all kind of telling me the same thing, even the books. They're like, you got to have the right team first. Then you got to have the right people I'm sorry, that, I call it three Ps. The right people are basically team in your company. Then you got to have the right product that you're pitching. And then you got to figure out a way to like pitch that product. Mm. So people, product, and then how to pitch it. Beautiful. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. So yeah. go ahead. No, no. So, so my biggest thing was, I'm like, okay, well, what if we divided the company into two? And like, just like an artist, like, what if I just redid, so I had to redo a thousand videos by myself. That's grueling, bro. Dude, it was horrible. Like, oh <laughs> my like, God. I thought I already did the thing. Like, <laughs> I know. I thought I already, and now I have to do it again. I'm like, not only do you have to do it again, but you have to invest all your life savings, which only at the time was like 150 or 200,000. Yep. And I'm like, okay, so let's just say we do build this Ferrari. Who's going to drive that Ferrari? Because if a family member or someone that's not experienced, but they might crash the shit out of it, then you're done. So I'm like, okay, so the, the driver would be on the business side and they would be in control of an acronym I made was the MBAs. So marketing, budgeting, analytics, sales and service. And I'm like, they gotta be a five-year expert in some type of like marketing agency that with like online funnels and acquisitions. So I, we met a family friend. She actually was a, uh, it was the uh, partner of our customer service girl. And he was at a company called Gartner for like five years. And uh, he was like a director of the like, marketing acquisition. So it just, the stars align. Like once you become really clear in your vision of what you need. Um, and so that's how we got the new team. And dude, he just built out the entire business suite of like just corporate professionals. And on my side of the, uh, of the business, I got uh, about eight professors that are rewriting scripts for me. And uh, we found an amazing animation team. And so it just like all just like, dude, came together. It was like a true underdog story again. Dude, I, I love to hear these stories because, you know, in a small way I can relate. I feel like I'm obviously nowhere near um, you know, where you are yeah, at you in your good, journey. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, a few years ago, like I was working this boring nine to five job in the government, hated every bit of it. 
And all I thought, like, constantly, the mantra I kept, like, telling myself was, like, bro, like, I am, like, worth more than this. Like, I, yeah. I could definitely do something more than this. But really, it stemmed from, like, sheer laziness. <laughs> I, like, I did not want to actually work really that hard. Yeah, so yeah. now I've never worked hard, harder in my life to be a lazy, you know, mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. what. So I'm just, like, I'm, like, uh, I can relate with that, like, with the overall story of, like, you know, you know you're good at this thing, yeah. but you don't care about like yeah, yeah. dotting the T's, uh, crossing the eyes, all that stuff. Yeah. Like, and but you know you're good at this thing, and you're like, okay, let's let's just do it. Like, right? Yeah, and, yeah. And, action yeah. taking is the biggest thing. They they always say ideas love action. Mm -hmm. So that I think that's why Elon Musk is so successful because dude, that guy's launching so many different businesses as side projects. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Like, this guy's doing crazy stuff. But that's what I mean. Like, you start something as a demo. And that's how the seventh business that I thought was going to be a failure, I'm like, fine, I'll just make five videos. And I think that's the difference between like a true entrepreneur and yeah. someone who, you know, is is really good at like, let's say, one area of the business. Exactly. Like, yeah. As you know, right, you have to find those experts that you can plug into it, right? Mm -hmm. But even now as you're sitting here, like, you have like five, ten, I mean, probably 15 things that are like floating yeah. around your brain that you that excite you. Mm -hmm. And we'll definitely dive into some of those, man. But I got to say, like with Simple Nursing, I mean, you've helped uh, over a million. Yeah, now, well, that's people? what we claim. There's probably a lot more, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's incredible, bro. I know it's dude. It's honestly like in the beginning, I'm just like, I just want to travel. I just want to make money. And then when I started going to nursing conferences, I think in the first two years, they want to be a me to be a keynote speaker in front of like thousands of students. Um, and so in, in Daytona was the biggest crowd, 2,000 students. Damn. Uh, and they were like the presidents and like the, the cabinet of like all these nursing schools across Florida. And dude, time after time they'd come up to me, even professors were coming up to me like, none of my class can get this particular topic. And you made a song about the liver that's like, instead of it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, it's like beginning to look a lot like cirrhosis. <laughs> and like you broke it down in such a way that like, you helped them out, and then that's, so many students were like, pharmacology, I was failing that class, I was gonna have to repeat it, and some even failed it before, they're like, I was gonna fail again and be kicked out of the program entirely. And it's like, I wouldn't have become a nurse if it wasn't for you. I'm like, dude, this is incredible. That's so wild, because then you think of the ripple effect of how many people they're gonna help. Dude, I know. And then like, that's just gotta feel good. Yeah. Like, that's just like, you know, you, selfishly built this mm -hmm, thing because mm -hmm. you wanted to travel the world exactly. and basically fuck off yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. not work in a hospital, <laughs> right? But then how it relates back to helping like the broader world and community is incredible. And it's funny because a lot of podcasts talk about this and they're like business podcasts and entrepreneurship. They're like, there's either you're either missionary or a mercenary. So missionaries just want to help the world. And the more you help your customer, they say where, uh, where friction is low, then money will flow. So the better experience you make for your customer, the more revenue and popularity you're gonna get. And then the mercenary is just like all about the bottom line, just all about, I mean, you, you still have to do that, but it's like you want to have the best product out there. Just put yourself in the customer's shoes. And in the beginning, I wasn't doing that. Mm. But right when I started hearing all these testimonials, dude, like it, it, it changes suddenly because you can see the impact you're making. And honestly, that, that was like the pivoting moment for me. So. You're like, oh shit! I gotta take this kind of seriously. Yeah, now. I know. I can't just be like fucking off on some on like a whiteboard. Can't anymore. use a sock anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Go to Office Depot and pick yeah. up that. Yeah, exactly. That, that's sweet, man. No, I, it's really cool to see what you've done with Simple Nursing. But you know, uh, what is like? You know, you've kind of now transitioned. Now you know you're you're 
looking to exit. Yeah. And and there's going to be some very interesting uh, developments in the next few weeks, hopefully for you. Yeah, it's wild. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, we don't have to dive into that too much, but... Oh, yeah, we can touch on it then. If you want, yeah. Dive yeah. in, talk to me about what that process looks like. Yeah, so before we even got here... Um, a lot of like you know books. They always say whatever you got you to the million dollar mark or two million dollar mark is not going to be what's going to get you to the ten million dollar mark. I say that all the time, man. dude. All the times. And the biggest thing is always team. It's team, team, team. Um, so I was always looking for my LeBron James. That's you know like the Buccaneers, right? Like they got Tom Brady, boom, Super Bowl. Champion. Yep. And it's like, dude, they had everything else. So you just need that one person that's always going to make that. That, that huge is like MVP play. That superstar, that A-plus player. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we've, I found mine, and honestly, we've, we've grown past our expectations. And so now, even my business partner, who's our CEO now, he's like, dude, like, we're getting into territory that's like, you know, above our heads. He's like, well, I'm going to need to hire someone above me to manage this now. Because we've been doubling um, every year for about almost over three years now. Wow. I what, know, a, dude. what a story from going to declining 30% year Seriously. over year to doubling. Yeah. Bro. I know. So, so yeah. I want to like edit in like a visual <laughs> of yeah, like, yeah. like what that looks like on a chart. That's nuts. Dude, for sure. So between 2015 to the uh, 2018, we were decreasing 25 to 30%, like three and a half years of losing seasons. And then we broke even right at 2019 when, uh, um, my partner came on and then 2020 everyone was being pushed online and that it was the dude again perfect intersection between all these students being pushed online because of covid and us having the brand new videos animated videos that none of our competitors had mm. and then boom 300 percent increase that year it was just the solution was just ready to go dude, but it was so COVID intense was perfect storm yeah but it, it was like you're in an airplane that's like going toward the you're you're looking at you're skimming the trees and you're going toward the mountains and you're about to crash and your whole life savings on it and then all of a sudden like whew, like oh shit. that's the thing like <laughs> I, I want people to take away from this as well as like look this is a great success story and yeah. and you know it's all, i think just the beginning for you i think you're gonna build even crazier wilder shit yeah. over the years man but you gotta have the stomach for it mm-hmm. bro. like not everyone is meant to be in a true entrepreneur like yeah. there's like nights um there's been you know i'll, I'll be candid with you like yeah, yeah. even within the last three weeks jamie uh, myself and siraj I've had to like war room out some like ridiculous situations where like so as my cousin works for me full time, my brother works for me full time. Oh, I very much like like to yeah, not yeah. just keep it in the family, but yeah, my, yeah. my friends and good people kind of going counter to like all the advice you hear out there. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, I'm like, we can't fail. Right. And it's not like we were going to fail, but it's just sometimes, you know. We've got like 15 commitments, but to start in like October. Oh, or like, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and it's like, but like the Amex bills do now. Yeah. So it's like there's shoot. just certain certain things that we we had to like kind of war room out and like do some alchemy. Yeah. Do yeah. some wild stuff. But like, I know. I know a lot of people in our position who just would like would have folded. No. Like yeah, it's yeah, just like you you have the all these different things that you got to pay off. Money's not coming in the way. You know, it usually does. Slow summer. Yeah. We're learning about seasonality and business and stuff as well. Yeah. And it's like, oh, shit. Like, we got to, like, 
think like back against the wall what are we gonna do to like yeah it's not just for us like how do we feed our team of like 20 people like Dude, we gotta like yeah. make sure that they're the eating, payroll taking care of it you know so you know th- those kind of back against the wall moments not to like you know compare it but it's no, like but it's, true. it's like yeah i can resonate with the plane skimming the trees and then no, being, course, yeah. being able to take flight again and get, like refuel mid-flight type thing right and that's yeah. that it takes it takes a Big certain balls, type dude. of person yeah. to like be like no like i want to do that again yeah let's yeah. do that again and next time i'm even more prepped for that like let's fucking do it again but in a bigger plane <laughs> yeah. let's like let's add a couple more engines to this oh, bitch shit. and like fuck it let's do even more so yeah it's uh, an adrenaline rush really it's cool to hear man no no but there was like yeah like i think every entrepreneur has those stories um Man, there was a really good podcast of this guy that, like, it was on his, like, last leg, and he had to take all his investments out of his, like, uh, I think his, uh, his IRA, his 401k, to yep. invest back into the business. But, uh, but I think, like, a lot of people would agree. I think it was Grant Cardone that was saying, like, in your 20s, you want to take the most amount of risk possible. And that's, that's where you basically learn before you earn. And there was even a summer when we were going down and, like, skimming the trees... And we finally like reformatted and got the new team. Um, dude, me and my business partner, in August, because we have our seasonality in the summer, we had to split $90 <laughs> because that was our net profit in August. <laughs> like, okay, you take 45 and I'll take 45 yeah. I mean, yeah, sometimes it comes down to that. And But I, I like that, you know, learn before you earn thing because yeah. that's very much a core philosophy of, like, what Jamie and I got, right, is this whole podcast came from kind of that philosophy of yeah, like yeah. look like i'm getting paid right now to like talk to someone who's doing what i want to do yeah, yeah. that's cheating no, i'm, no, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm like i'm genuinely cheating the game i'm getting paid to um you know form relationships with badass people to learn from them and to you know you're gonna help me reach my goals in ways that i haven't we haven't even realized yet like yeah. we don't even know what's gonna come out of this and I, you start to compound that across multiple relationships, across multiple business ventures and stuff. There's no way we lose in our in our 20s by taking risks. No, not at all. Like, like just put that content out there. Mm-hmm. This is the same way where, you know, you put some YouTube videos out. You're like, you know what? I don't care the quality of these or whatever. Yeah, I'm just going to put these in. five out. Mm-hmm. That was me. Like, I, I lived in, like, an attic apartment. I was paying, wow. like, 600 bucks a month for rent from this dude, cash under the table. I had moved out of my parents' house, uh, which was a big deal for like an Indian family. Like, yeah. And I moved out in the same city. Oh, so, wow. So they were not <laughs> fucking with that. They were like, what are you, like, that makes- The fuck are you doing? That makes no sense. You, you stay with us, save the money. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, I need to do this. And that decision led me to starting the podcast dude. while I had my nine to five, while I hated that shit. And that podcast, like has become this thing, which wow. I see even like yeah. evolving and growing. Like, I don't even focus on it that much, but mm-hmm. that led to me meeting Jamie, wow. me meeting most of our first clients. All of it came from just being like, fuck it, like mm-hmm. let's do it. Yeah. Put it out there, stop caring so much mm-hmm. about what people think or how I'm perceived or, yeah. oh my God, what if a potential employer sees this and sees me <laughs> drinking Henny, Henny and fucking <laughs> off of my voice on a podcast? Like, you know, but, you know, now it's become this thing and, and I can just so resonate with, like, take that leap, like, mm-hmm. just do it anyways, forget it. You'll see what happens. Or 
you know, just be completely okay with with accepting a more mediocre life. That's fine too. Yeah, it's if okay that's too, what yeah. you want, yeah. like if you're like there's you enable a lot of people to become nurses, which like no offense, I will say this out there. Like it seems like my mom's in in the healthcare field, oh, no, so nice. so I've seen it my whole life. She's um. She works with elderly patients uh, and stuff, and I've just seen it my whole life. Like the the hours they have to work, Dude, the grind and the toll for, for like on yeah. their feet, lifting other humans, cleaning, know, cleaning their, their ass. shit, yeah. and like twelve-hour shifts, four of those in a row, and then you get a couple days off to recover. Like that to me is like not a good life. Yeah. I, I don't care how much you pay me and sure some of them get paid well, but yeah. I don't think they get paid enough for no, what they yeah, do, yeah. bro. So like, but if that's the route you want to go for whatever reason, like, yeah. okay, do that. Not for me. I know, like, fuck mo- that. <laughs> most, most regular like corporate jobs and stuff, like, uh, it just sounds like a, sin- uh, like a prison sentence, right? It's like 20 or 30 years to life. And it's like, and then, but then, then you, you get only, a pension, though. Yeah, yeah, but but your 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 income's capped, you know. Seriously, it's like you can actually calculate how much you would make over the course of your life. Where with business, it's like, sure, it might be skimming the trees some days, but there's that potential of just that upswing. I want to kind of switch gears on the podcast now a little bit to the biohacking. Yeah, right? this is something that I know you're extremely passionate about, and you've made kind of this like next frontier of what yeah. you're doing. Like it's so central to that. How'd you get into it, man? How'd you get into this world of biohacking to begin with? Yes, for sure. So um, the first thing was, is I put a suppository at my butt. No, I'm just kidding. So I, <laughs> so I was in, um, it was 18. No, actually, okay, so all the way back, my, my parents were, my dad was always in a protein. He was a police officer. My mom was a school teacher, but they would always go to the gym like in the morning before they go to work. So like at five, 6 a.m. And then they were always like doing healthy foods. They never let us eat sweets. But it wasn't until like I started getting into football, I gained like, uh, what was it, like 60 pounds in 18 months. You know, my dad was having me on protein shakes and just working out. And I started like really getting into kind of, kind of the science behind it. Then I started working on the ambulance and then really got into like the science of the body and then became a personal trainer. And I just loved teaching people. And then I started becoming a nurse and then really just understanding the molecular level of like how things happen in the body. And then I'm just like, you know, dabbling with stuff. But my brother, he's a firefighter. And he listens to all the podcasts from like, you know, uh, Ben Greenfield, Dr. Huberman, um, Dr. Yeah. Huberman, everyone. And he's like always sharing with me with things. Um, and so I think honestly, he was the one that kind of pushed me over the tipping point about two years ago, two, three years ago. I really started getting serious. Um, and I was also like, you know what? I'm 30, it was 34 at the time. And I'm like, I'm going to be 35. And I'm like, dude, this is when like a lot of your hormones drop off, which I already knew from nursing. And this is where like, you know, it's kind of make or break. Like whatever you do now, it's going to sustain you for the, for your future. So, um, my biggest thing was like, you know, mind, body, spirit. And I already got the money thing figured out from the business. And I'm like, well, if, if I exit and we sell the company for like, you know, over 75 or hundred million, like I'll never have to work again. So I'm like the only thing, like the money won't run out cause I'm not going to buy yachts or jets. The only thing that's going to really kill me is just my quality of life is just my body. I'm stuck in this body. So I'm like, okay, kind of like what Brian Johnson's doing with, uh, you know, spending $2 million a year on biohacking to reverse his age. I was kind of doing that, that kind of mindset. So then I started looking into NAD patches, which actually repair your DNA and reverse your biological age. 
and then glutathione, which detoxifies your body. And it started with those two things. And I'm like, dude, my energy levels just increased. I used to actually uh, smoke cigarettes <laughs> in the ER. Uh, that's the only way to get a break, by the way, after a 12-hour <laughs> shift. So all the Filipinos, like, I used to chew tobacco. And they got me into smoking cigarettes because you can take a break anytime you want it. Yeah, so it was the same thing in my government job. Really? Man. Yeah, yeah. Like, everyone would get, like, you unlimited smoke breaks throughout the day. Well, it's like, yeah. well, you got to smoke. But it's like, but I don't smoke. Like, so <laughs> why don't I get all those fucking breaks, right? Yeah. So anyways, yeah, that's funny. But that's what I mean. So then I was like, okay. Um, okay, but here's the crazy part. So I started doing the patches of NAD. And so NAD not only repairs your DNA, but it also, it's first found in the 50s to treat addiction. Okay. So I was like, not only did I have this much energy, I was getting way more organized, being way more productive at work. My brain was like lit on fire. My workouts were crazy. I felt like in my 20s again. And I just quit smoking. I was like, whoa, I didn't have an urge to do it anymore. And I'm like, whoa. And I think that's propelled me into like way more learning. Cause I'm like, if I can feel this way, what happens if I can feel this way? Mm. And so then I just started just nerding out on the science. And so now I'm doing uh, 100 pills a day <laughs> for 90 days and just trying so many different cocktails out. Yeah. And then we, we, we bought uh, about 10 acres in Austin, Texas. And so what we want to do is create the first Airbnb tiny home experience that is a biohacker's paradise. So imagine you wake up in the morning and there's a QR code of showing you how to get your morning day started. So every station, like five stations, we call it a five-star day, would have um, basically 60-second wrap-ups of videos. And so to show you what sunlight does in the morning, what salt water does in the morning, then you go to your gym, show you the best kind of workouts, mobility work, cold plunge, sauna, and then how to meditate. Dude. I know, it's, it's like everything in one, but also like educating everyone. So if no one had a knowledge of like what everyone's doing from Dr. Huberman to everyone else, you can actually go for a weekend and then get all that knowledge. All right, bro. <laughs> the, the, we're, we're taking this podcast in a different direction oh, because I, I, I'm so fired up by this because, I, look, I told you I'm selfish. So yeah, yeah, I'm doing okay, this okay. for me. Y'all can... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All, right, all right, we're going to go over here. Yeah, we're <laughs> no, but I've been very much thinking a lot lately because I've been ramping up my training a lot. I've been uh, yeah, training yeah. like kind of boxing, kickboxing, Muay Thai, that type of stuff. And I've been wanting to, I want to prep for my first fight. Okay. And so I, there's some things I do in my lifestyle, um, I, I feel like that definitely don't, <laughs> don't help with that, right? And so I was actually talking to my trainer who's, who's a professional fighter himself um, in Bellator and whatnot. And um, I had a meeting with him yesterday and I just kind of asked him for this meeting. I was like, bro, I want to like do a little bit more lifestyle design. Like yeah. I need to look at like, Everything that I'm doing, I feel like I'm performing like at a level like I've never performed up for my business. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. You know, relationships, cool. This, like, you know, mm -hmm. one area, uh, I, I feel like fitness is cool. I have no problem lifting, working out, that type of stuff's fine. But like for me, it, it comes down to the nutrition mm -hmm. and, and recovery. Mm -hmm. Those two things I absolutely am dog shit at. Really? I just don't, like, I like to drink yeah it's perfect that's okay. I, I like to smoke i like to drink <laughs> i like to kind of get loose after yeah. a long day like 
You know, I'm, gang, I'm, gang. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm in my twenties. I'm do like, it. If, yeah, I'm yeah, not, yeah. if I don't do it, like, yeah, yeah now what are you gonna do? It? You're, you're not getting any younger. Exactly, <laughs> which is a, a scary logic, you know. And, I, and I'm a big <laughs> guy. I'm a big guy, and I drink like a fish. And like, honestly, yeah. it's like I feel like not a, not a problem. Yeah, However, yeah. I know that alcohol is obviously very damaging to yeah. the body and stuff, right? But between the alcohol, the, the um, you know, poor nutritional choices, and how that affects my sleep. Yeah, yeah, the sleep, yeah. I think that that compounds in me not realizing my potential, which, which to me is like the main focus, like my purpose, my why in life, mm -hmm. is I want to realize my potential. Like if I can be here, but I'm operating here, like I'm not being true to myself of like, what this is all about. So, very selfishly, I wanna I, I wanna ask like, what would that like? How would you personalize like an approach for someone like myself if I come into a community like this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and give me that prescription for like the things to do. Yeah. Right. How does that all work? So, uh, dude, so many practitioners. There's even a place here in Miami that's like my buddy just joined it. It was like forty grand for the year, and he paid it for to get every everything's inclusive. But just like lists and lists, like, I'm like, dude, no, like you gotta start with the knockout punches first. So start with the atomic bombs. A lot of practitioners just wanna do like a lot of pea shooters and BB guns. Mm. And it's like, dude, that's just way too much. Just Take this magnesium pill, do this, yeah, yeah, do that. Yeah, do all these like little bullshit things. I'm like, no, dude, like, the first thing is getting real clear on what does your end goal look like? And so Tony Robbins always talks about this. It's like, what does it, look like to be successful or to make it mm. and so what does that look like and then you just go backwards or reverse for me i want to be like 225 okay. i want to be way lower body fat percentage right. i want to move well and i want to be back to my like athlete ways okay i feel like i'm sedentary with my day job mm -hmm. like just sitting and taking calls and doing that sort of thing but um i'm very active outside of that okay. i walk everywhere yeah. i i I lift, I, I train, I, I sprint and that type of stuff. But when it comes to like doing anything mobility related, okay. I feel stiff, bro. My whole oh, body, okay, I've had okay. surgeries. I'm like, from my, even from my football days, I'm just like, yeah. everything hurts. I'm too young for everything yeah. to fucking hurt this much, right? So I think yeah, mo right. mobility, the nutrition, mm -hmm. and yeah, like, like okay, rest. So the number one thing you can do for yourself right now, we, we've already talked about this, but it was as peptides. Um, so peptides is like Wolverine healing. Um, not only does, the, but there's a, pe okay, so where I start. Peptides are basically just amino acids, which are found in protein, like branched chain amino acids. You can even put in your protein shake. But they're injectable forms that actually encourage your body to do what it naturally does. So there's a peptide, there's actually peptides in our bodies all the time. When you inject peptides, it basically can encourage your body to regenerate itself. So there's peptides for every part of the body. There's one for the joints, one for the heart, one for the gut microbiome, even for the brain, even for deep sleep. The ones that I'm really fascinated about for the past two years that I've taken have been the ones for muscle growth and fat loss. Mm -hmm. And they also give you, they reset your circadian rhythm as well as increase your human growth hormone to basically get you have deeper sleep and better recovery. Mm. That's the number one knockout blow you can do for right now, other than like stem cells. But honestly, I feel I've done stem cells. I got 300 million done in Cayman Islands. Yeah, yeah, like that was like 20 grand. And then I've done about uh, six routes of peptides, um, and you see my results. Um, but that is the number one thing. When it comes down to like the long-term plan, the longevity, 
it's like, okay, so sleep and fasting is like number one. It's like okay. a base of a pyramid. You still need to get that, that done. But dude, when I was on peptides, man, I got down, I think I shed like 15% body fat. I was still drinking four days a week. Wow. I was still eating like shit mostly. Um, I was fasting it's until music like- to my ears. <laughs> this is the worst. <laughs> These are the cheat codes. But no one, okay, so the reason no one's talking about this because the only one peptide that is FDA approved is called semi-glutide. The problem with semi-glutide is the increased nausea, so you feel just like always nauseous or have stomach aches, um, increased gas and cramping, and then also we have a history of depression it can also increase your suicide risk. Mm. So depression runs in my side of the family. I was only to be on it for two weeks and I was just like way too like low energy, bad mood. And I had like just like bubble guts. Mm. And I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna do it. So if there's two that I already sent you the link, it was Ipermorelin, um, as well as AOD. Okay. And you take AOD for 20 days, you just inject it like you're like a type one diabetic into your butt or your stomach. And dude, like it, pockets like the deep visceral fat it just like shrinks that down like i gain weight in my face when i gain weight and i've had family members saying like dude do you lose weight i'm like i can't even see it they're like yeah your face looks like more chiseled and i was like that's always what happens for me as well like the first place i feel it like things like sucking in is in the face yeah when i'm when i'm losing weight but the last place is like the, Mm -hmm. the actual like stomach area yeah, so I mean, like, honestly, if I was your practitioner, I'd be like, <laughs> oh, well, let me take a look at your diet. I don't know what you're eating, but like, I was like, if you're not eating fast food and like junk all day, just like, don't even focus on your diet too much. Um, you can still drink, but maybe like limit it to like two or three days a week. Yeah. Um, and then just get on the peptides for two cycles, which would be four months total. Yeah. So 10 week cycles. And then, dude, you'll, you'll probably have probably 35, 40 pound loss. That's Yeah, and just incredible. get sucked in like Wolverine, just like... Yeah, that's that's really interesting. This is not medical advice, by the way. This is not medical advice. This this is not FDA approved. (laughs) Click our link in the bio to order. (laughs) No, but um, that's that's really cool, man. So let's say uh, okay, yeah, for the uh, and and you'll get better sleep too. Okay, that's I mean that's so if there was like that's a pillar. Yeah, if there was like three things you can do, number one would be peptides. Number two is just focus on your macros. Mm -hmm. So all you're going to be focusing on is getting like let's say. How much do you weigh right now for pounds? I'm, I'm like 275. Okay, so get like 250 grams of protein a day. Oh my God. That's a lot. That's a that's an insane amount of that's, protein. That's a lot. But I mean, you can probably get to 200 grams. But I mean, you can probably eat a lot too. Oh yeah. For okay, sure, okay. For sure. And then um, another thing, if you're getting too hungry, do you feel like you're hungry a lot? Yeah, because like really I'm uh, yeah, because I'm training so much, and then the, oh, I yeah. get like these, I get extremely hungry often. Okay, so in order to combat the hunger is something called keto aid that I swear by. Okay. It gives you instant mental clarity. It drops you into ketosis, so you actually start burning fat as fuel. Um, you can take it, I take a capful in the morning and then like whenever I'm hungry in the day, before okay. I eat. Um, and dude, it satiates your hunger, it burns fat, gives you clean mental energy to work. Um, and it's about like a hundred bucks with three bottles that'll last you probably like the month. Dude, yeah. I'm, I'm I'll send that to you right now. Hundred percent. Yeah, on Amazon. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm legitimately buying that right after this pod. Yeah. Um, okay, bringing it back then. So, you know, if if I wanted to do to come to this tiny home community yeah. in Texas, uh, and and so how does it work though? Like, how, like, yeah. would I be matched up with a practitioner who's doing all this? Is you said there's a QR code? Like, walk yeah. me through the model. How does it work? Okay, so 
the vision, the long-term vision is, yeah, we're going to have hopefully like a chef on site. We're going to do events like not only for the body, we'll do like sound bowl healings, meditation, probably oh. some psilocybin journeys. Nice. Um, hopefully have Joe Rogan and even Tim Ferriss that are in town because they live in Austin. And just basically make it the first of its kind. What I would love for it to happen is that we make the business model of like, hey, this is like a biohackers community so that other people would take that idea and copy us. Because mm. I'd love to start that flywheel just like, you know, that would be amazing if every city had one of these. That would be crazy. <laughs> but okay, so the concept right now is to go in phases. So we're going to start with probably like three or four, maybe five different um, tiny homes. And then it'll be an all self-guided journey. So it's just like a normal Airbnb. You show up, you check in by yourself, and then everything's set up in such a way that, um, let's say your bedroom, it'll you scan the QR code at night, because we always say magic starts at night. So it'll show you how to get the perfect sleep. Mm. And so what to do, like turning off your phones and any blue light an hour to, or two hours before your bed, what temperature your room should be at, uh, blackout curtains, mouth strips for nasal breathing, which actually increases nitric oxide, which basically dilates you, gets you really deep sleep. And then in the morning, Dr. Huberman's uh, routine, because there's five different experts and clinicians that we're looking at to bring all this information together. The problem right now is that there's two hour much, Dude, much so much shit, bro. That's my problem, man. There's like five podcasts. I'm sorry, there's, there's two hour podcasts, like 50 of them. And you have to sift through all that information to consolidate and strain down into a, a routine. Oh my God, it's like a full-time job. It just is. like keeping up. Well, like, do I fast? Yeah. Do I not? Keto? Yeah, yeah. Carnivore? Yeah. Should I be on? How do I start my day? Do I do this? Do I do that? Yeah, I'm just like inundated with just too many different directions. And yeah. then like you don't pick one and just start mm -hmm. because you're like, well, maybe it's the wrong one. So, yeah. so, so share with me. The morning. So that's why we're consolidating it. So for example, the morning. I love Dr. Huberman's morning routine. So he says, first thing in the morning, well, I'm, I'm actually combining him with Ben Greenfield. First thing in the morning you do is, your goal is to be in sunlight in the first 30 minutes to an hour. So that's kind of your ticker. So what I do is I put my phone on airplane mode, put an hour timer or 45 minutes, and I'm not going on my phone, not checking Instagram, no messages, no emails for 45 minutes. First thing you do is go to the, go to the uh, bathroom and you scrape your tongue for about 20, 20 scrubs. And it's not for bacteria, it's not for like oil pooling. I, I mean, that's helpful, but I don't really do that. It's to activate your uh, GI system. Okay. So the faster you get your GI system going, it's better for your overall gut health, which is your second brain. So if you turn on your gut, you turn on your brain. And oral health is directly correlated to brain health from Dr. Amen. He's done over 30,000 brain scans. He's like the leading, leading uh, like expert. So anyways, you do that to activate your gut. Then you go get what I call rainwater. Or it's, it's not rainwater. But it's basically lemon juice with um, a tablespoon of salt. Or a teaspoon of salt, not a tablespoon. <laughs> About the size of your thumb and salt. Pour that in, Dr. Huberman. What from type of salt? Are we talking Himalayan, Celtic, or whatever? It's weird. Like uh, I don't know if Dr. Huberman has... Uh, has really specified. Because I do the lemon water every morning, but I you do did. like warm, warm, okay, that's perfect, warm yeah. lemon water. Warm lemon water, but just add some Himalayan sea salt. Yeah, um, I, I do that too. Yeah, I put some Himalayan. Yeah, the, mix swirl it, it around. Yep. So there's two reasons. Number one is the uh, the salt will actually help the brain activate and basically get balanced uh, because electrolytes are so valuable in the body. I always say in my nursing videos. Sodium helps the body swell. Mm. Now you don't want the body to swell, but it basically attracts water. 
And so the reason that we want to do that is because water, you just pee it right out and you don't really absorb a lot of it. Right. So when you do with the salt, you retain a lot of it. The lemon actually goes right into your GI. And what the lemon does is actually it pulls out a lot of the cholesterol that was just hanging around your body. Mm. And so you just flush it out of your body. Um, and I think that's, that's one of the best ones. I think it has something to do with the gallbladder who actually stores a lot of the excess cholesterol in your body. But, um, and it also puts your body into alkalinity where cancer and a lot of diseases can't live. So, dude, it's, it's amazing. And then... But I follow it with a coffee, though. No, it's perfect. That's okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I, yeah. it's fine to have a coffee as well, kind of yeah. after that. Is there Dude, a time period? Dude, don't even get period? me on coffee. There's a great one on the coffee. Okay, okay, let's go. Okay, okay. So I used to do black coffee all the time. And then I started hearing about, like, you know, bulletproof coffee, adding MCT oil, adding THC oil, adding CBD. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you started. No, no, no. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> okay, daddy. <laughs> no, no, no. So what you do is... um. Okay, so in, in your coffee, right? I started following Brian Johnson, who does something called the Morning Giant, or the Green Giant in the morning. So apparently, studies are showing that cacao, or basically highly concentrated dark chocolate, if you take enough of it, um, can actually double your stem cell count in a month. So your body already naturally has stem cells that does healing properties, it activates so many longevity genes, it'll make you feel probably way younger. and Dude, everything gets better. Your joints, your your muscles, and even your gut. And when you actually optimize your gut health, you actually metabolize fat and metabolize food better. So you don't feel like shit all the time. Which and then your brain fog will go away as well. So the coffee, the 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 main ones that I love to put in your coffee is MCT oil, because your brain's like an engine, it'll get lubed up and just fire at all cylinders. It's amazing. Then you then what I do is put lion's mane in it. Okay. Do you have lunch from Lion's Mane? I don't have it, but I've heard so many, Dude, so best. many things about it. Yes. Okay. So Lion's Mane, if you really want to be productive and actually get a lot of stuff done and be very efficient, MCT Oil and Lion's Mane, the brand on Amazon that I love is OM brand. And I've tried multiple different brands. OM is the best. I don't know why. It seems like everyone uses the same sources, but for some reason that brand has always just like fired me up. And I don't have an affiliate link. But the links in the bio. No, <laughs> but um, but yeah. Um, and then what you do is put cocoa flavonoids inside of your uh, inside of your drink. What is that? Cacao flavonoids are the ones that double your stem cells. Okay. Um, and there was something else that I can't remember. But those are the, those are the top things that you have to put in there. Okay. Um, and that's just going to get your day started. If you're a student, if you're a business owner, whatever you want to do, just get productive. Yeah. Then what you do is I go out on my balcony and I get some sunlight for about 10 minutes. Yeah, because that's what I want to do as well. Because this side here, this balcony mm -hmm. has so much sun in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I just, I always go out and just naturally just sometimes take my shirt off and just yeah. like absorb Damn, it. It's so, it's so nice to just like... Yeah, like, I mean, that's, bro. You as don't have to guys, do the butthole tanning for your neighbors. I, I mean, dude, dude, I, I got the balls out. Just okay. Like, like, put all, I got sun in your balls, bro. Isn't that, that was my next question. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but. Uh, you have to watch your neighbors below. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'll give them a show. No, um, so, yeah. so that's like, a, yeah, the, I think those are the main priorities. Now, the other thing that uh, 10X Health Systems, which told Dana White he has 10 years to live, they always That's say uh, Breca, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. They always say to uh, to do grounding or basically get a grounding mat, right? Oxygen, magnetism, light. But that can be incorporated later. If if you just wake up 
and do the tongue scraping to activate the GI, get the lemon water with the salt, activate the brain and the gut at the same time, and then get your coffee and just get in sunlight, boom. You have it all. Yeah. Um, My question yeah. about the, the bulletproof coffee thing that you're, you're talking about, are you then not fasting? That is the best question. So, and it's, it's funny because this is always the problem with nutrition. If you like Google, like, are bananas good for you, right? It's like, well, yes for potassium, but no, because it's going to spike your blood sugar. So, if you, same thing with MCT oil. MCT oil has 130 calories in it. Um, now, Dr. Rhonda Patrick from Found My Fitness, she was featured on Joe Rogan. I love her. Dude, oh, she's, she's amazing. I, I obsess. I always listen to her podcast. I know. Like, yeah. And she's actually pretty, pretty cute, too. <laughs> if you're watching. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think she just had a baby. And, Do- Dr. Yeah. Patrick, I mean. Yeah, yeah. No, she's married, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but um, if you have a sister. No, no I'm just kidding. Um, so, so she's saying that anything less than 50 calories, your body can still stay in a, in a fasted state. But... Um, for me at least, I'm like, I just want to burn fat. Um, I can do fasting a lot of the other times or basically do a lot of other longevity things. But I'm like, you know what? I'll put some MCT oil in my coffee uh, and just do kind of like a fat fast. It's like looking at at it all holistically as like, look, this has more benefit to do this than to just have my coffee stay in a fasted state Mm -hmm. just to stay in a fasted state. Like there's more benefit of the MCT oil lion's mane and the cocoa flavonoids. Yeah, yeah. all right, so I actually had some of this on me. Um, Now, not this particular brand, but uh, cacao powder. The problem with this this brand is that it should actually put the... um, uh, the details of how much is in it. You're trying to go for about 500, is what Brian Johnson's saying. The guy's spending $2 million a year on his health. Um, and I don't see it on here. So I just bought this as an impulse buy on Amazon. It's actually pretty good though. Cool. And then the, the other one that I forgot to mention is uh, Colostrum. So this is not a brand that I necessarily support, but you can get stuff on uh, Amazon and just look at the reviews. But uh, this one has about 2,000 milligrams. So, dude, colostrum is amazing for your gut health and microbiome. Um, so, the second brain, the better your gut health is, the better really everything in your body is. Your brain health, cardiovascular, um, and the way you metabolize fat and food. Um, so, you can just do it all on your coffee. But the other thing, too, is like, if your main goal is to lose weight and look great and, you know, look shredded, then do MCT oil. Um, it's going to be amazing for... You know, doing all those things, burning fat and being productive. Yeah. But if your main goal is to turn on longevity markers like sirtuins and reverse your biological age, like let's just say you're 50 or 60, Mm -hmm. then probably that's your main goal. And let's just say you already look ripped, then just go without the MCT oil and just do that later in the day. Got it. Yeah. Because you want to to be at about 16-hour fast if that's your goal for longevity. Right. Got it. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. And that's a good point as well is that with all this biohacking stuff... You should look at it as mm-hmm. like, what are my like, immediate goals? Like, what am I trying to yeah, achieve yeah, like yeah. now? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah okay. what's your main, main goal? And that's why I asked you. It's like, what's your main goal? And you're like, oh, I want to be able to like eat moderately good, still drink, but also look like amazing. And so I'm like, do peptides. Bro. That's the number. That's your atomic bomb. I like this prescription Bam, that's a it. lot. I'm fired up. Well, we'll show. I'll yeah. share my before and after. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's awesome, dude. I, I'm excited. Yeah, I, w- I, w- I want to make a. Uh, and so that's why I I'm working with uh, the Deep Social brand and just doing a crap ton of content, 
Because the next goal is to just create an audience for longevity. Yep. So that we can talk about, you know, the tiny home experiences. We can even do a supplement line, just putting all the things in that coffee blend in one. And then um, also start a peptide company. That would be amazing. Yeah, man. And yeah. making it all under one umbrella yeah. for like optimal human performance mm -hmm. and living and longevity and all the things. That's a cool mission. Bro. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm excited to see kind of like the, the <laughs> beginning of it. Uh, forming. I know. Like the, the best part of it all is like I already made my money, right? So it's like I don't have to charge exorbitant amounts. I can almost just skim as much as I can to cost, almost like as a, a nonprofit. So that's that's my mission now. That's amazing. Yeah, man. it's gonna be cool. So so I'm excited to see what happens with kind of the the tiny home community, where all this biohacking takes you. I know. I mean, over the years, it's gonna be cool to see. It's gonna <laughs> be wild. Me, your own body as well, and and your mind, and how this transforms. And bro, I feel um, like I feel like we're, we're, I'm gonna have you on the pod a lot. Hell like, yeah. Like we're we're gonna fucking yeah, do yeah. a lot more of these as well, and and kind of follow up. But just to kind of like slowly wrap this one up, mm -hmm. I want to kind of talk about like, you know, next steps for, for you personally. Yeah. What, you know, outside of just this stuff, are you super excited about and you want to share? Because I know you're involved in much more than what we, oh, we yeah. just spoke about today. So it's like, for me, it's always like, I just love simple lists. So for me, it's always mind, body, and spirit, and then obviously the money. So we already got the money thing figured out. We're selling the company over... <laughs> We're going to get over that $100 million valuation. Um, for the body we just talked about, we cannot talk for so long about oh, yeah, all the man. other stuff. But I'm going to be doing stem cells, uh, which I'm super passionate about because that's just like restoring an old car. If you keep on swapping out parts in your body, you can just basically have a classic car that just runs optimally. Yeah. But dude, the mind, the mind, honestly, I feel like is number one over money, over the body because the mind dictates everything. Yeah. And so... Um, just doing so many different things. I think the number one thing you could do is uh, psychedelics like psilocybin, which Dr. Huberman from Stanford is funding huge amounts of studies. Um, dude, I've just seen so many, sh just very subtle shifts, but it's like an airplane. Like if you shift the, the uh, coordinates by three degrees, you're at a totally different destination. And I've seen me forgive people. I've seen some of my friends like, uh, get over grudges and resentments and just become a total. Do you loving. microdose? Is that no, what you so do? like I followed um, Dr. Huberman's suggestion, and even in the book, uh, How to Change Your Mind, uh, now it's a Netflix series. Um, so they do two grams of psilocybin at John Hopkins University. But instead of going on an outward journey, which I it just abused the drug in my 20s and just go to like, you know, festivals, you go on an internal journey. So you put an eye mask on and just put some music on, and then. It's crazy how like the psilocybin will actually fix your brain. Whoa. Dude, it's wild. Like you do an internal journey and, we, and everyone doing external journeys are doing it wrong. Wow, that's so yeah. crazy because everyone talks about like, I mean, I, I've done shrooms many times. Yeah, so, yeah, me too. <laughs> and I do the, I do the external uh, Yeah, the, everyone does, the dude. journey, right? I'm like, let's take some shrooms and like, mm -hmm. I, I like to be out in nature let's and stuff. Let's go vibe out. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 But, um, it's always a good time, um, but you know, seeing how people are using it almost like clinically to yeah. completely change their lives—that's really interesting. I, it's like you could take that like to an extreme too, though, and like do it in a float tank. Dude, that's what Joe Rogan does. Yeah, yeah. So I, dude, I've done a lot of stuff for my mind. Um, so I was in a float tank for forty hours within one month. I would. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro. <laughs> that's all it's, we only talked about the body and the no, business. Seriously. Yeah. Okay. So I did uh, two hours a day for five days a week, 
for uh, almost 30 days. Okay. The craziest part is, never did acid at the time. Halfway through that experience, when I did do acid a year later, it felt exactly the same. So I was in such a meditative state because every hour you spend in a float tank or a sensory deprivation tank, you're basically floating in silence, in darkness, in a pod on 2,000 uh, pounds of Epsom salt. And dude, you're, you're just con disconnected. So every hour you spend in there is, counts as double in terms of intense meditation. So right around like the 25 hour mark is what the Dalai Lama says. It's like 50 hours of regular meditation is at the threshold of mental clarity. So right about there, I felt like what Eckhart Tolle says as like being the silent observer of your own life. Dude, it felt like I was a video game character. And things that would happen to me felt like it was happening to you or you or like someone that was like a video game person. So like I would so see really myself. really stepped out of Dude, yeah. yourself. I didn't actually see myself or have any visuals, but you know the feeling that you get is like mm -hmm. you can actually pull back from a situation. Right. And you're just like looking at someone. Mm -hmm. So like one of the most classic examples is like there was a huge car accident right in front of me. And it was weird. It felt like it didn't even happen. Like it was just like before I'll be like, oh shoot, damn. But it was just like, all right. And it was like going around it. It was weird, dude. And then, like, things that used to stress me out, it would just been like, oh, that's, well, it's not really my problem. It's probably someone else's, but, yeah. but it's okay. It's like being able to disconnect from that. And, mm -hmm. so and do you meditate yeah. daily? I'm the worst at it, dude. I'm the worst. I, I don't. So that's why I do these loading doses. And so I do, like, like every six months. It forces you to meditate, like, when you're... When you're I yeah. love the float tank, but I've only done it twice in my life. Oh, yeah. And, like, it's just, like, finding the time for all these things. Dude, well, I, I right. want to put a float tank on the, on the farm site. That'd be... That way, I know, the red lights, the float tank. But, okay, so to do the float tank right, you have to commit... And no one's really talking about this. It's weird. You have to do at least 25 hours in a month session. And then, dude, you'll feel, like life-changing and if you do um psilocybin on top of that bro. that might be just even more mind-blowing oh my god yeah bro this is like you're you're just stacking it i'm like excited I'm about this stuff but also yeah. a little scared because <laughs> it's like i feel like once i open this biohacking door dude, yeah there's no going back there but, isn't because no, i know i'm gonna in. feel so amazing i'm gonna look so yeah. amazing i'm gonna be yeah. like more just amazing in mm. every way right so I'm excited though for this journey, man. Yeah. I've always kind of like uh, trolled my biohacker buddies a little bit. Yeah, I have yeah. some very good friends who, you know, are obsessed with this stuff, right? Yeah, and yeah. I'm just like, look, bro, <laughs> I'm I'm going to have the burger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, going it, yeah. to I'm gonna get lit tonight. Yeah, yeah get litty, yeah. titty, committee, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna hit the hookah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, everything's gonna be all right. I'll worry about being a, a yogi monk, uh, you know, in my 40s or something like that. But no, this stuff excites me. It's really fun, man. Dude, yeah, just focus on the priorities. That's why the, you should only be doing one thing. That's your atomic bomb. Yeah. You know, don't major in the minors, which so many people do. Yeah. So have the burger, have the fries, go out and drink. But if you're just doing that one thing right, eventually everything else will align. Exactly, so. because you'll learn that those things you, you don't even really, yeah. they don't even make you feel that mm -hmm. good anyway. And so you start to kind of, I mean, I've gone on, paths and, and time periods where I've just gone completely sober yeah, yeah. of anything and I'm like okay cool so I'm not like completely dependent on yeah, yeah. I just like to have fun uh, and and you learn a lot about yourself uh, throughout this th th those things but that's kind of like what I'll, I'll, I'll leave this with mm -hmm. like let's let's look kind of to wrap it up like final point here is like mm -hmm. what 
are the biggest things in this biohacking journey? Because I know, bro, we could dive yeah, into yeah, each oh, one so of those things, yeah. hundred supplements that you're yeah, taking and yeah, all these yeah. things, right? But what are like the biggest things that the you, biggest needle pushers? You yeah. no, no, that you personally learned or taken away from from your journey yeah. in the last few years of of biohacking and stuff. Yeah, the biggest things that like I guess push the needle, right? For me, is um, dude, it's you need if once you get more energy, everything else is so much simpler. Mm -hmm. So for anyone like in their 30s or even if you have fatigue or just let's say you party too hard in your 20s, I don't know. For me at least, what got me started was the NAD, uh, a patch. And you can get it on AgelessRx. I don't have any affiliate codes or anything. Uh, really good company. But man, that just changed everything for me. And if there's, there's four things you can do, for me at least. Uh, NAD, glutathione patches, which just detoxifies your body. And then the peptides, do you love? And then stem cells if you really want to just like live to like probably 140, 150. That's crazy, yeah, yeah. bro. And then you can do things like fasting and stuff. But honestly, once you get the energy levels there, and once you do one thing right, the dominoes will fall in your favor, yeah. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Is there anything you want to leave the viewers with? Um, obviously, we can't cover everything yeah, today, yeah. but but you know, before our next podcast, where we'll, we'll dive a little bit deeper into those individual things, what, what do you want to leave people with? What, what message do you want to share? Yeah, I, I think the biggest message is just remember where your focus goes, your energy flows. Mm -hmm. And you, I'm not sure if you can attract stuff, the law of attraction, but your, your mind is a master problem solver. So wherever you focus on, you're going to see more of that stuff. Mm -hmm. So one of the biggest hacks that I do that I've learned from a friend is that you can just simply take your phone and just change your lock screen because you see that every single day. So whatever's on your lock screen, you're likely to manifest it. So um, one of my friends who's a realtor, she actually did that um, after she broke up with someone, just took a random building picture. A year later, she made her highest sale ever of selling a property, a million dollars, in Miami over here, and it was the same exact photo. Wow. So focus uh, goes, energy flows. 100%, bro. Yeah. I, I could not agree more. What a beautiful message, man. Thank you so much for coming on. It's not that deep, brother. Yeah. Shout out your socials and where people can find you. Yeah, you can find uh, my main company at uh, simplenursing.com and just everywhere on social. Um, and then our, my new handle, or basically my personal, is mike.linares, L-I-N-A-R-E-S. And uh, we're going to bring so much more content for longevity and stuff. My brother, appreciate you. Thank you. And just remember, it's not that deep. Gang, gang. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that was a good shit. That was so fun. Know, man. That, was that was really nice. good.